American Road Trip Talk begins after this message. Show us your Kodak catch and win big by entering the American Road Photo Contest. From scenic byways to famous highways, we want to see your favorite vacation pictures. Show us kites flying high at Kite Fest Louisiana, breathtaking views at Port Washington, Wisconsin, a big catfish in Santee Cooper, South Carolina, the world's largest Van Gogh painting in Goodland, Kansas, the Idaho Potato Museum, or Florida's Wikiwachi Mermaids. Enter today at amroad.net slash photocontest. Again, that's amroad.net slash photocontest. And a special thanks to our sponsors, Santee Cooper Country, South Carolina, High Country, Idaho, West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau, and Visit Port Washington. Good luck and thank you for entering. The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to be working alongside Nathan Miller, our producer. This is American Road Trip Talk. We'll be back with the interview right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. Go to alertdrops.com. Very important. Go to alertdrops.com and stay safe. In western Nebraska, Sydney used to be known as the toughest town on the tracks. Today, Sydney is home to family-owned restaurants and vibrant downtown full of unique shops. Plan your trip to Sydney and learn more at visitsydneyne.com. There's room to roam around the scenic byways in southeast Idaho's high country. And it's a great time to get away and decompress. Did you know Southeast Idaho is hot springs country? Come and relax in natural mineral water hot pools. Then visit one of their quirky museums like the Idaho Potato Museum, the Museum of Clean, or the Butch Cassidy Museum. Go to IdahoHighCountry.org to plan your trip. You're sure to find your favorite way to disconnect when you visit Idaho. Adventure, history, and beauty all await you on the Natchez Parkway, a national scenic byway and national park. This 444-mile drive takes you through some of the country's most stunning landscapes, while also allowing you access to exciting communities along the way. From Natchez, Mississippi to Nashville, Tennessee, we invite you to explore the trace and discover America. Plan your trip at scenictrace.com. That's scenictrace.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk, everyone. Always glad to have you along with us for the ride today. Mark Green is back. Yep, Mark Green of Cars Yeah fame and a regular contributor to Trip Talk. He recently returned from Monterey and Pebble Beach Car Week in California, where there were 20 different events 
the big ones being the Quail, Pebble Beach Concours, and the Rolex Motorsports Reunion. Four days of vintage racing and cars, cars, cars. So once again, welcome as always, Mark Green. Mark, buddy, it's good to see you. Gary, well, it's nice to see you too. I'm still trying to recover from cars, cars, cars. Yeah, because... Uh, Oh, my goodness. This was uh, another fantastic year down there in the Monterey Peninsula. Before we get into all of that, Mark, I just wanted to say so everybody present can be inspired. They are awestruck. This is just awesome stuff. 39 years. You have a big anniversary. You're joining us today. Bless you and your wonderful wife, Jill. 39 years of marriage. Now, let me see. 39 plus. That's almost 40 years, Mark. (laughs) almost yeah we're getting there i'll have to look ahead and see what the 40 year anniversary gift is my son was joking saying well 39 years it's lace and an agate and i said you know if i give jill a rock and a piece of lace i'm thinking she's gonna go what is this so uh yeah we're gonna go out and enjoy a a nice evening meal out here in gig harbor on the water this evening and uh yeah 39 years that's pretty amazing i'm very fortunate guy for sure Congratulations to you and Jill alike. Thank you. Love birds. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. As to car week, why don't we go ahead and you take us, a, this is sort of after the fact, you're the correspondent on the ground before you knew you'd be corresponding with us on the air. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Our listeners would love to know how that went for you, what kind of experience that is. To me, it sounds like pure elegance. It's a combination of uh, elegance, car overload, people uh, galore. It, it's absolutely fabulous. This was my 33rd year attending Car Week in the Monterey Peninsula and Pebble Beach. And, uh, you know, we could talk for hours about this. So the challenge here is how do we condense it down to this show? And I guess the best way to think of this is it's a gathering, a festival, if you will, that's a week long that has all sorts of th- different things happening. And what we'll do is we'll start with um, one of my favorites, the Rolex Motorsports Reunion at Laguna Seca Raceway, because I'm going to be going back there in a couple of weeks to a Ren Sport Reunion 7, which is a giant gathering of Porsche fanatics, which I'm one of them. I get to take my son this time. But the Rolex Motorsport Reunion is four days of vintage racing. So you get to go there and you get to experience cars from the teens all the way up to modern race cars, wheel-to-wheel racing. You get to walk the pits, go into the paddock. You walk up to people, talk to the drivers. They let you sit in the cars. There's hot laps that you can go do, and people let you jump in cars. It's absolutely spectacular. And this year, the Laguna Seca Raceway has gone through a major transition. They have a whole new course, all new tracks. In fact, this weekend, starting tomorrow, they have Indy cars racing there. So it's not just the Rolex Motorsport Reunion, but it's also racing. They have MotoGP, I mean, all year long. So you got to check out Laguna Seca Raceway if you've never been there before. That's where I got my vintage racing license when I used to race. So it's near and dear to my heart, uh, for sure. I'm I'm quite sure. Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion, in the promo piece that I read, it was referred to as a museum revving to life. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's absolutely fantastic. And again, they have a group there called the Old Time Ragtime Racers. So these guys are racing cars from the teens that race at the first Indy 500s all the way up to modern supercars. A lot of manufacturers are there bringing their cars there, doing demonstration laps. I remember one year going and seeing 22 
Ferrari GTOs racing wheel to wheel. Now, these are cars that are worth anywhere from 30 to 100 million dollars a piece. Oh my God. I know it, it's just mind boggling, but it's so much fun. So that's the first part we'll talk about. The other would be the quail. And the quail is called a motorsports gathering. Now you got to dress up a little bit and look pretty good for this event, but it takes place in the Carmel Valley at the quail um, golf course in spa. And it is a very elite deal. You have to get into a lottery to even get a ticket. If you're lucky enough to get a ticket, it's very limited. They have everything's inclusive. Once you get there, you pay for nothing. They have five food stations from, I mean, gourmet food from all over the world. You walk around, they have cigar bars. If you're into such a thing, they have uh, caviar bars. They have gelato ice cream stands. They have cars of all different types. They have all types of vendors. A lot of the manufacturers bring their brand new cars there. So you get to see the newest from Lotus, Rolls-Royce, Ferrari, Bentley, and they have the vintage cars too. It's an all-day event. You don't even want to leave at the end of the day. They even have an after party. So at the end of the day, when the cars are rolling off, one of the food stands, what's well, a food pavilion, you go up and you can have drinks and sit with your friends and talk about what a great day you had. But you got to go, you got to start applying for tickets now because they limit the number of people there. It is one of my favorite events. Super cool. That epitomizes automotive elegance to me. Yeah. You know, when you're there, in a sense, it's the Super Bowl. A lot of automotive events could lay claim to that to being the Super Bowl among auto events. I mean, look at the Indy 500, for example. But there you're talking about cream of the crop, tip of the top, where people go and they know they are someplace so special that it qualifies as a rare event. And they do. And this was their 20th anniversary, which made it very cool. So when you walk in, they have glasses of champagne for you to enjoy. They have a band that comes in and plays. It's just, it's so cool. I'm so, so fortunate to have been able to attend virtually all of them over the years. So yeah, it's uh, one of those must-see events if you're lucky enough to get in. Uh, so you got to uh, you got to sign up early. Uh, another thing they have there are, are auctions. Now they've got several auctions going on during Monterey Car Week, Pebble Beach Car Week. They have the Meekum auction, which is huge. I got to attend that. Hundreds of cars for sale, all different levels. So depending on what your pocketbook size is, you can buy something pretty affordable all the way up to multi-million dollar cars mm. they have the bonhams auction which is much less of what i call a ziggity ziggity type auction uh Meekum is a lot like the barrett jackson auctions where the guys are talking really fast they can't, you can't understand anything they're saying right. but you get all excited and jacked up and you you want to buy it no matter what and then you realize uh oh now i'm in trouble i just bought myself a, a car uh but bonhams is a lot more formal along with the gooding auction these are much more british style elegant slower pace but the car levels the qualities are just through the roof i mean there are cars there that you wouldn't believe very high-end cars very nice cars it is uh our both of those are, are really wonderful auctions to attend but uh yeah bring your checkbook because they only sell the best of the best Yes, I could bring my checkbook, but I better be able to back it up <laughs> yeah. when the time comes. And I yeah. imagine, you know, Mark, that there's that element of self-discipline because <laughs> I can see, especially if you're new to them, you get to any sort of auction, but here we're talking about elegant car auctions. 
I can see where people would get so excited that they might go well above what they plan to spend, like no more than this amount, that's it, and they don't stick to the ceiling. I can just imagine that's happened any number of times. Well, that's why they serve drinks at auctions. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get people all uh, kind of lathered up a little bit, but uh, they're wonderful. All these auctions are wonderful. You can go to previews. And if you're not uh, of the stature, perhaps to buy a multi-million dollar car like myself, you can go and you can see the cars and you can walk around. You can talk to them about the cars and take pictures and learn a lot about these classic cars. And from my good friend, Bruce Meyer, who is the quintessential car guy, he's out of uh, Los Angeles. This guy knows about cars. He's part of the Peterson Museum. He said, this is what you need to do when you're going to buy a collector car at any level is do your research, pay the most you can possibly afford and only cry once. Because once you buy a car, you've set the new bar for that car. And most cars, it's only going to go up in value. So rest assured, uh, you've done the right thing. Another one, which is a really fun event. Now get ready for this. A lot of these Concours events are Concours de Elegance events. Well, there is the Concours de Lemons. That's right. I said lemons. This is kind of a fun pick on the prestigious car events. Uh, I've had guests from all of the events on my Cars Yeah podcast. You can go back and find them and learn about the inside workings. But Concours de Lemons was started kind of as a fun thing during Car Week. You get all these wacky, weird cars there. And they have all these funny awards and they're cars that you would not see at any other Concours event. Uh, it's just fun to walk through. It's really kind of tongue in cheek. I get invited every year to be a judge and it's, it, it's just Concord Lemons is one of those things. It's free to go to. You don't have to buy a ticket or anything, but you will see the weirdest stuff there you can ever imagine. People are having fun. They're always cracking jokes and uh, picking on cars. Um, yeah, Concord Lemons, check it out. It, it's tied in with the uh, the 24-hour of Lemons where they take cars. You can only spend $500 on a car and you race them uh, in endurance races. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. So, yeah, you got to check out Concord day lemons which is definitely one of them concorso italiano is another it's an all-day saturday event all italian cars really really cool uh, you'll see more ferraris there than uh, in italy for sure so that's a cool one i want to go back to this lemons concept <laughs> i knew that i i could see I, on your face wait I'm a minute telling you <laughs> there now next year i can imagine the signs being on the windshields no, this car was not at Burning Man last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, Burning Man, they had their challenges a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? Wow. With some serious flooding. But uh, uh, fortunately, that's all over. And I think everybody's left. And uh, it's just a big mud hole left there now. But uh, that was a tough one. But yeah, Concord Lemons, go to the website, uh, 24hoursoflemons.com. You can see that. You can tap into the Concord. And it just puts a smile on your face because it really is kind of a parody on the illustrious Concord. Core events that we see happening. Uh, definitely worth your time to go see while you're there. Uh, of course, we have to talk about the grand poobah, the grand dom of all car events, and that is the Pebble Beach Concorde Elegance. That it culminates the week on Sunday. There's a lot to talk about here, but uh, that is the most prestigious in my mind. And there's lots of Concorde events around the world. Um, I was just doing a podcast this morning with a guy that called in from the Goodwood Revival in England. And that is a wonderful event where they have cars on display, but they actually have 
vintage racing going on. And uh, I mean, this stuff happens all over the world, but the Pebble Beach Concours is quite special. If you get invited there to bring a car, you've hit the pinnacle of Concours events. And there's others in the country like Amelia in Florida, which is very prestigious. Uh, Greenwich. I mean, there's so many of them, but the Pebble Beach, if you get invited there, you have reached the pinnacle. And this year did not disappoint. Every year, I think, how can they keep bringing the coolest of the cool cars? And they do it every year. It's just absolutely amazing. And they have features. They have cars that you've never seen before. But the day starts with something called Dawn Patrol. Now, you live in Florida where surfers might do Dawn Patrol. I grew up in Southern California with Dawn Patrol meant being in the water before the sun comes up. So would you imagine, Gary, what Dawn Patrol means for a Concours? No, I'm trying to get my mind wrapped around that, Mark. <laughs> it basically means you show up before the sun comes up. Uh, you get to Pebble Beach and you're on the lawn before the sun comes up. So that means you're you're down on the grass about 5 a.m. And all the cars that are coming onto the lawn are already lining up all the way up the hill. Now, there's hundreds of cars that show up for this. And the cars start rolling onto the lawn. And the thing about Dawn Patrol, which makes it so special, you get to see the cars moving. Now, they do have an event the Thursday before called the Tour. And all the cars that want to drive on the Pebble Beach Tour that are going to be on the lawn get to go on a drive down Highway 1, down to Big Sur, and they come back. It's absolutely magnificent. You get to go and watch the cars leave. You can go along the route. They have a route map that they show you. So if you want to sit down there, the Bixby Bridge or any other places along Highway 1, you get to see these cars in motion, which is what cars are all about. But on a Concours, they're static and they're not moving. You don't get to hear them. You don't get to see them. So the tour, which is free, by the way, is something you need to go see on the Thursday before. But the morning of... You get there at 5 a.m. and you watch the cars roll in. And it's absolutely spectacular. I mean, it's it really is wonderful. I had the great pleasure and got to ride in on a car finally after all these years. Last year, in the early 50s Bentley that had never left Japan before, because these cars come in from all over the world. And mm. I got to ride in. And what I do is I, I got to do what I call the Queen's Wave because the 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 roadway coming in across the grass on the golf course is lined with hundreds of people that early in the morning. And you get to do the Queen's Wave and <laughs> wave at all your friends and everything. You feel pretty spectacular. And they drive on and they park the cars just perfectly. Yeah, that's Dawn Patrol. But you got to get up early. And it's worth it. It's the kind of thing that you would do. You're, you're you probably have uh, slept maybe two or three hours. You can't wait. You want to get the best seating, the best vantage point. I yeah. can see. It reminds me of the old days, people going out to, in Pasadena, California to the Rose Parade. You don't yeah. want to be looking over everybody else. You want to find that perfect spot. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and every night you're up late at all these different events. One of the great events that starts the week is Motor Lux, which used to be called the Jet Party, takes place at the Monterey Airport. It's a very exclusive event, food, drink, airplanes parked on the runway with cars all around them. Um, the Broad Aero Group has a huge auction that evening. 
It's a spectacular event, but it starts the week and every night there's auctions and parties and events. And yeah, by the end of the week, Saturday night, you're kind of exhausted and you still go to all these parties and you go back and sleep for three hours and get up at, you know, four in the morning and make your way uh, in the dark to Pebble Beach and you get to watch the cars come in. And then as the day unfolds, there's judging that goes on. You can follow around and watch the judges judge the cars. But the best part at any concourse is go up to somebody who has a car and just ask them, tell me about this car. And everybody will share the car's history. And all these cars have absolutely amazing histories. I mean, it's just, you'll kind of pinch yourself and say, I can't believe I'm standing next to the first Duesenberg or uh, the last Ferrari ever produced or the last air-cooled Porsche ever produced or Packards or cars that you've never even heard of are on the line at Pebble Beach. So it is a magnificent day. And by the end of the day, when the cars are leaving and you hang around and the sun starts to set, you kind of pinch yourself and say, can't wait to do this again. Oh, absolutely. And I take my hat off to those who coordinate all of this. What a mammoth undertaking for this week. It becomes so crucial and the community is so identified with it. It must be just a magnificent job they do so that nobody is ignored and everything is prioritized. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, you know, the judges that are at these events come in from all over the world. You will see leaders of car industries uh, at the Pebble Beach Concord. They have two other cool events. They have the Ferrari, Casa de Ferrari, which is up on the higher part of the golf course. It's absolutely free. There's all these Ferraris parked there. If you're lucky enough to be connected with Ferrari, you get invited to the Casa de Ferrari where you get to go in and, and have the food and hang out with all the Ferrari owners. Excuse me. And then they also have the future cars that are up on the putting green. And these are cars that have not been produced yet, but manufacturers bring to show you what's coming in the car world. And you'll see cars there that are absolutely out of this world. I mean, things that don't exist, there's one-offs. That is really fun to see. But, you know, the other thing that I wanted to touch on, which is an interesting part of this year's experience for me, was I got my first experience of renting an electric car and spending six days in an electric car, a Tesla. And uh, maybe you have a few questions for me about that because I'd never done this before. I'm into old era, loud ice engine cars and I'm not against electric cars, but we're seeing electric cars just coming down fast. So I got to, I got to play in a Tesla. Well, you beat me to the punch, Mark, because I was going to I was just going to ask you, why don't you tell us about your experience with the Tesla? Yeah. We are yeah. curious. Well, yeah, it was interesting. I went into it with without too many preconceived thoughts. I'm not against electric cars. It's just that I like ice engines. Um, you know, the internal combustion engine to me is part of my youth, my history. You know, I'm a little rather more mature guy, a classic, maybe you might call me uh, in age. So I like the sound of a small block V8 or an air cooled Porsche engine. But I rented a Tesla because I wanted to have the experience. And I'll tell you, my first experience was I have a nephew who worked for Tesla. And I walked up to my car. The car, as I walked up to it, awoken. The mirrors came out, and I saw the the iPad on the dash come to light. And I went, okay, what happened? Well, the car woke up because I had the credit card in my pocket. It recognized me. I sat in the car, and I went, okay, how do I start this thing? So I called my nephew at Tesla, and I said, hey, Mike, uh, this is your Uncle Mark. 
uh, I'm calling the Tesla customer service line. I'm sitting in my first Tesla. How do I make it go? And he starts laughing and he said, Mark, if you're inside the car, it's already ready to go. It's awake. All you got to do is push the little stock on the right up to go reverse, down to go back, press it in to uh, park the car. It's ready to go. Take off. And I enjoyed the experience more than I thought. The intuitiveness of the iPad, I'll call it an iPad, but the computer board on the dash. The car was very simple, very neat. I learned very quickly the intuitiveness of using all those electronics. I love the regenerative braking. You didn't have to touch the brakes when you came up to a stoplight. You just get off the gas and the car comes to a stop. It's quite amazing. Recharges the, the batteries. So I will say after this experience, my attitude towards electric vehicles has changed a bit. I will say since I like cool old cars, a Tesla might be a little bit vanilla for me, a little bit utilitarian, but I could see driving one as a daily commuter car, uh, very comfortable, very easy to use. When I needed to recharge it, I just pushed a thing on the dash. It told me where to go. It was two blocks away. I parked, I plugged it in, went and had lunch, came back, the car was charged. So yeah, I I enjoyed my experience quite, quite a lot. Oh, wow. You know, I predict if these guys with their innovative genius keep this up, they're going to wind up going into space. <laughs> well, uh, I think they already have just a little bit. Elon has uh, touched just about everything. He's boring holes in the ground, going into space, builds more cars than anybody now. I mean, it's pretty amazing what Elon Musk has does. Whether you just like the guy's personality or not, you got to say, you know what? Pretty amazing what you've done here. So, hey, rent a Tesla. If you've never driven an electric car, if you're on a trip, give it a try. I'd love to hear your response. Thank you for that, Mark. Tell us about Cars Yeah. Where can people find you? They're going to want to tune into your program. I appreciate that. Cars Yeah is a four-day-a-week podcast. I've done over 2,390 interviews. You can find me on any mobile podcast app, just Cars Yeah Podcast. You can find my website where you can listen to all my past guests. I'm on all the social media, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I guess it's called X now. Anywhere, I'm all over the place. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, reach out to me. Love to hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you once again, Mark Green. Let's get together and do this again before the end of the year. Absolutely. Maybe we'll rent a Tesla and go for a drive. Sounds good to me, buddy. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Mark. And thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk. Along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine, we remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine, With all your itinerary, we could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.